everyone. Welcome to the Boss Bay Blog Podcast. I'm your host, Katan, and CEO of BossBayBlog.com. Today's podcast, I'm asking you the question, who inspired you? Let us know in the comments who inspired you to start your business and how did they do that? And while we do that, go ahead and listen to my inspirational message that I want to share with anyone out there who's working and has a dream that they're trying to focus on. So you can keep going, stay motivated, and stay pumped and ready to continue to propel and prosper. So today's topic, who inspired you to start your business? I'm going to go ahead and share who inspired me to start my business. Um, My mother was a person who inspired me to start my business. Of course, there were a lot of different aspects down the line that just made me even more motivated. But the person who really planted that seed was my mother. And she did this in two ways. She planted the seed of the the mission for my business. And she planted the seed of me being an entrepreneur for my business. So I want to leave with a very important message for people. But first, I'll kind of just give a little backstory on this. I started my business when I was 16 and my mother helped me with my website. I was a part of the creative process. I created handcrafted bows and I painted art and I sold those. So I did that at the age of 16 and then I ended up working for my mother to gain more experience. And I also worked in retail from a stock manager all the way to a store manager and district training manager. So I have a lot of experience when it comes to selling, um, working with people in a team environment, working individually. And my mother was a person who inspired me to keep going. So another really cool story that a lot of people may not know about me um, is that, well, I'm big on group economics. A lot of people may know that about me, but some people who are just scrolling past this page, you may not know that. So for me, group economics is so important. And if you don't know what group economics is, it's simply supporting a group of people that have the same economic or financial goals. And it's basically about supporting and giving back to your community. So that's always been something that's been important for me. And I've learned that whatever it is your mission is, whatever your journey is, whatever you believe in, you're always going to have people who test you, who test how serious you are about this journey and project their own insecurities and fears on you. I'm sharing this experience for anyone who may be experiencing now regardless of what stage you are or age you are um, and for people who may potentially experience in the future you can share this with you know your younger entrepreneurs or people that you know in your family if you have a daughter if you have a niece if you have a nephew i want to share this experience and this testimony to my life so like i said group economics has always been very important to me so during the time that i was going to college i didn't go about it the um, common way that a lot of people do which is they leave their home and they go to a university and they pay the university to live in their dorms. And sometimes they go very, very far. Now, there's nothing wrong with going to college. There's nothing wrong with going to a university, but there are some factors that you do have to keep in mind about what is best for your future. Number one, do you know what exactly what it is you're going for? Because if you don't know what you're going for and you're spending a lot of money on classes and courses, that's income that goes down the drain. Do you have the funding to do that? Some people may be able to do that because their parents have the funding to let you go back and change your mind. But depending on, you know, what financial circumstances you were born into, you may not have that extra funding to go back and forth about what it is you want to do. So going to a community college gives you an opportunity to really experience college, but not be too far from your home just in case things don't work out or just in case you change your mind and you want to try a different major. You have the flexibility to do that. And it's not taking so much out of your pocket because of courses, or community colleges do not cost as much, or they didn't when I was going to college, 
as much as a course for a university. Now it may have changed a little bit, but the price that you're gonna pay to go to a big popular university compared to a, um, we're just gonna call it um, no name brand community, because that's what people see when you say community college. People are like, oh, community college, because you wanna go to a fancy college with a label and a sorority. There's nothing wrong with wanting to experience those things, but you do know that you can still experience those things without necessarily having to go to that college, right? There's a lot of different communities. There's a lot of different groups you can be a part of, programs you can be a part of to experience that family-oriented environment and meet new people without having to go too far. So, you know, you have to take those things into account when you're deciding on your journey. You can't look around everybody else and say, I want to do what she's doing if it doesn't make sense for your life. And I said make sense for your life, not if it's not possible, because anything is possible if it makes sense for your life and your goals. But you have to think about those things. So me, I went to community college and, you know, I got a lot of scrutiny from some people, you know, oh, you're still at community college. Oh, you're still with your mother. But here's things that I didn't feel like I needed to explain um, that I was experiencing during this time. When I was going to college, I also was working. And because my mother always trained me with the mindset of, even if this is temporary, work on it like it's permanent. Work on it like it's the only thing you have. You put a thousand percent into everything that you do. And if you don't put a thousand percent, why show up? So that was always my mindset when I worked. And because I had that mindset, I got my own retail store. My first retail store at the age of around 20. So very young age for me to have this big responsibility, but I was able to make the amount of income that people around my age during that time, I made at least two to three times more than what the average person my age was making. Um, and it only increased as I continued to um, elevate my experience in retail. So, and that's just for people, people my age, but even people who are older than me, um, I was still making more than the average income. So by doing that, I didn't get big headed and say, okay, I'm gonna take this money and go run off to a university because you gotta have a plan. And me personally, I went to school and realized that things that I thought I was excited about after taking those courses and really experiencing it, I was feeling like there was a different route for me. So in this time period of doing that, I was making a lot of money. And of course I could have went and gotten an apartment, but my mother's someone who was a smart person and experienced things in her life and shared with me the mistakes that she's made and what she feels like she could have done better on. Me hearing those, that's all I needed. I don't need to experience it to know that maybe there's a better way to do this because she's telling me about her experience and I trust her. So if you have a parent that you trust who does have your back, uh, regardless of you know little fights or disagreements or not seeing eye to eye, they have your back at the end of the day and you know that they're trustworthy, you need to appreciate that because there's a lot of people out here who don't have that. So take advantage of it while you have it. Don't take it for granted because it could be here today and gone the next. So my mother giving me her insight, um, I chose to go ahead and stay home and focus on, um, you know, getting a house with my mother. So we have a house together. I'm paying the rent. Um, I pay my portion of the rent, but I would always pay two to three times more than what was required of me. And she would always try to give it back to me. She didn't want to take it, you know, no, keep it for yourself. But I gave it to her because I knew one, my mother knows more than me in certain areas. She's great with finances. She's trustworthy. She supported me and invested in me so long all my life, even past me being a child, you know, in my adult phase and my child phase. 
So why wouldn't I want to give back? This is my mother. Don't be selfish. So at the end of the day, I chose to stay with her. And I always gave two to three times more of the rent than what I was supposed to. I thought she was taking that and, you know, using it for things for herself because that's what I gave it to her for. She didn't. She took it and she put it away in, um, in, a, in a bank account and she didn't touch it and she let it accumulate. So when COVID hit and I thought that I was going to have to work retail during COVID, I didn't have to work retail during COVID because all of that money that I was giving her to spend on herself and whatever she wanted to use it for, she saved for me so that I would be able to not have to go back to work during COVID, number one, and number two, so that I could invest in myself. And I was able to use that to start funding my business. So it just it's just a testament to how supporting people who have your back and have shown you they have your back can genuinely help you in ways that you would have never expected. Because when I was paying her and giving her that rent, I wasn't expecting her to take that and give it back to me like that. That money was for her. It was a gift and I wasn't expecting to see it again, nor was I planning on bringing it up because at the end of the day, um, my relationship with her trumps all. And, you know, people try to make you feel bad for having a great relationship with your parent or for being in great communication with them. But at the end of the day, people have to understand uh, where your loyalties lie, where your loyalty should lie. And that's with people who have your back. So for me personally, it didn't make sense for me to go get an apartment and pay an apartment building money, you know, a whole bunch of money when I could just go stay with my, my mother and pay my mother and we continue to build this generation of wealth that we've been working on building. Why would I go give that to a stranger? I don't know these people that own this apartment building. They haven't done anything for me. They haven't birthed me. Why would I do that? And I, I know some parents, it depends on the parents you have. Some parents kick you out at the age of 18. They say, you got to go. Me and my mother, we don't have that kind of relationship. She said, you need to be productive. You need to be driven. And that's what I did. I put my head down and I worked. And I took the insight and the tips that she gave me and I continued to work. So at the age of 20, when I don't have any debt from school, I don't have any debt from car notes because I don't have car notes. My cars are paid for, my car's paid for in cash. I didn't have to worry about somebody coming in the middle of the night and dragging my car off, off my um, lawn because I didn't own it. It's mine. These are my assets. These are my things. So those are things I didn't have to worry about. Um, I gave my car to a family member. That was a choice that I had. Even having the choice to give a car to someone because you own it, that's something that a lot of people didn't have at the age of 20. So when I have people come back to me from college, the same people who made fun of me for deciding to work with my mother instead of against her, um, asking me, hey girl, do you wanna get an apartment? Hey girl, do you wanna do this? Why would I want to get an apartment? I thought that college, I thought everything that you were doing was so great. You don't need me, right? It's working out so well for you. I'm doing great where I'm at. I don't want an apartment. I don't want extra debt. I don't want to accumulate stress. I'm already, I have a system. So of course I declined. But then I also had people who try to compete with me passively and aggressively. Oh, race to see who gets this first. Race to see who gets the house first. Race to see who gets this fancy car first. I don't care about things being fancy. I care about them being productive. Okay. I need to get from point A to point B. So if I'm getting from point A to point B in, you know, a, a, a tractor, if the tractor drives, honey, that's what we're driving. But eventually I get to the point where I have the opportunity to select what I want, right? And to go based off my personal preferences. But sometimes you have to understand when you don't have that luxury at the moment and you got to work towards that.
And that was one of the biggest lessons that my mother could have ever given me that I chose to listen to and take with me for my the rest of my life. So it's not always about the labels and what's fancy. It's about the quality, the value. It's about what's in here and it's about what's in there. And so when people would make fun of me, oh, you got this, oh, you got the cash car, but guess whose cash car you're gonna be asking for a ride in when yours you know, gets taken off the lot because you can't pay that car note that is unrealistically high for whatever vehicle you have. My cash car is my car. That's just what it is, my cash car. So. You have to keep those things in mind. People are going to compete with you. I had people, you know, race to see who gets this first. Someone telling me, you know, they're going to get a house first um, when they were getting a mortgage. So you're not getting a house first. There's nothing wrong with getting a mortgage if that's what is right for your life, your family, and your goals. But keep in mind that when you have a mortgage, that is not 100% your home. So if anything goes wrong to where you can't pay the bills, you're not able to do certain things anymore, you're not able to provide, you have a chance of being picked out on the curb from that place that you called home. And it's a very rough way to say that, but that's how it's gonna feel if it ever happens. So I'm not in a rush to compete with other people. I'm in, I'm going at my pace to get where I need to be. At my place and what I'm trying to be is generational wealth, more land, more assets, growth, being able to pass down a legend, a legacy to my children. That's my focus. So you having the fancier car than me, you having the car note because your car is the newest, you having um, a mortgage, um, that's not something that I'm competing with. But people always like to do that when they see you striving for something better. They want to make you feel like you need to compete because that's them projecting. That's them being insecure within themselves. So they feel like the only way they're going to feel secure is competing with somebody else who's already secure within themselves. It, it doesn't make sense, but it's what happens. So. Things that people would have, you know, had to go through or that I would have had to go through, I didn't have to go through because I listened and I understood the most important thing in life, which is that you don't know everything and you're not always right. There's information out there that you don't know anything about. And sometimes somebody is better in that area than you are. And it's best to just listen. People always want to say they like to listen, but then when you get someone who knows what they're doing, you don't trust that person and you don't let them take over and do what they're meant to do. You prolong the process of your own growth when you do that. So I listened and I didn't get that mortgage. I didn't get that apartment. I didn't get that car note. I didn't develop those that debt. I didn't have to worry about that. Cause you know what's something that people don't know when it comes to getting a home or mortgage? Like I talked about before, you can be kicked out on the curb with a mortgage if you're not paying like you're supposed to, depending on your lease and your agreement, number one. Number two, depending on the elevation map, look into it. If you're a civil engineer, then you know what I'm talking about. An elevation map shows you how elevated a home is. It shows you if it's tilted, if it's slanted, what it's gonna look like if a storm rains down. So if you get a house for $100 and you're like, oh yeah, I got my house now, I'm ready to go. That's great, congratulations. But did you look at that elevation map? Because if your house is here and that hill is sitting here and that water is coming down this way, guess what you're not going to have when that storm comes? These are things that you need to learn. These are things that you need to look into, right? And me being someone, like I said, that listened and understood I don't know everything, I was able to learn these things. And my mother was able to teach me things that a lot of people at my age, you know, didn't get an opportunity to have access to or just didn't know. Some people got access to it, you just didn't listen. Some people, your parents told you, 
don't go do this, don't go do that. And you just didn't listen. So you had to experience it for yourself. And that doesn't make, you know, the world end, right? Mistakes are mistakes. We learn and we grow. But I'm going to give this message to anyone that might be on the brink of their next mistake that they can't avoid. Some things you don't need to experience to know that it's not what you want. Pay attention to what someone's telling you and where they're at in life and their experience in what they're telling you. You don't have to go through what they went through to find out that maybe this isn't the best route. And people who try to make you feel bad about having a great connection with people who invest in you, like your mother, your father, your parents, you need to watch those people at all times. And I can't stress that enough. Keep that in mind. Like I said, same people who made fun of me for what I chose to do with my life were the same people coming back trying to partner with me and trying to get an apartment with me and trying to do this. I'm not trying to get a mortgage with you. I'm not trying to get an apartment with you. I'm not trying to rent out a house with you. Well, I'm not trying to do all that with you. Because number one, you haven't shown to be consistent in what you know in life because you're inexperienced, just like I am. So I'm going to take you from someone who knows what they're doing. And number two, you know, you tried to sell me on this dream that you didn't even know anything about. That's dangerous. So I'm just going to leave with this inspirational message to remind everyone, keep going for your dreams and don't allow other people's fears and insecurities um, to be projected onto what you're trying to do. Because even if you're not someone that is my age or went through what I experienced when it came to this journey um, and you're older and you're trying to do what you're trying to do for your business, there are people out there who are going to project their insecurities onto you because they want you to be miserable like them. And you have to be able to notice that. So don't make decisions based off what everybody else is doing or what everybody else is telling you to do. Make that decision based off of what is right for you. We're not keeping up with the Joneses. We're keeping up with ourselves. We're, we're, we're trying to elevate within ourselves. We're not trying to compare and keep up with the trends and what's going on. Keep that in mind. Um, I hope that someone was able to take something positive from that message. If there's something that you leave with today, support your support systems. Invest in people who invest in you. Don't go do that shiny syndrome where somebody throws something cheap in front of you or something free in front of you and you just, you know, you stop investing in the people who've been there for you all along or somebody throws a potential in front of you so you leave what you already have established with someone now. Don't be that person. You don't have to be that person. Understand that people who have your back, they're consistent and they will always be. Um, don't let people project their insecurities onto you. Keep going for whatever it is you're trying to do. And remember why you started. So like I started off with this, who inspired me? My mother inspired me to start my business. Uh, let me know in the comments who inspired you to start your business and how did they do that? We love to hear your stories and we can't wait to connect and learn all about you on our platforms where this podcast will be streaming. Thanks for listening to the Boss Bay Blog Podcast. I hope to see you again on our next one. And if you want to join our podcast, go ahead and become a deluxe member at bossbayblog.com. Bye-bye, everyone.